0: Hey, look, look, I just, I, I want to start the podcast off asking the question, whose fingers do I need to break? Because Nick has had one of those weeks that he's being mistreated, and uh, I'm going to show up. Look, hey, if I just show up, eh, maybe I break a finger or two, sends a message to the rest of the company, huh?
1: Is you uh, getting this attitude because you're wearing that leather jacket there, Benny? It happens to be fake leather, pleather,
0: (laughs) faux leather, whatever you want to call it. So if you're a vegan or whatever, I'm not making you mad. I'm not offending you.
1: How many bugs did they step on to make that jacket?
0: I don't know. You got to think about this, too. People driving to work, the windshield of their car hits the bugs, kills them on their way to work to make this jacket. So who is, uh, you know... And also if you're a vegan, you drive car, you smash the bugs or whatever, you're killing animals, you don't like
2: to kill animals. Who's the joke on? Huh? Who's the joke on then? Yeah. Uh, guys, this is a trailer um, focused podcast. If you you know, we every week we you really just don't even know what this is about when you I mean if you were just coming in blind. I think you it's would have pretty no obvious
1: idea. from that intro that it was a movie trailer themed podcast.
2: A movie trailer themed podcast. Guys, this is episode John one seventeen.
1: It is, yeah. That's that's it. Uh, my children are being. Hey, guys! I <laughs> uh, stop yelling. Tell them to turn the volume down. Y'all turn that volume down on your mouths to
2: fifteen. <laughs> turn your mouth volume down. If
0: they, I tell you what, these kids, they don't stop being so loud in here. You know what I'm going to do? What's that? i going to lock him in the, the punishment cage. Like Harry like Potter? Like in Pippi Longstocking. You ever seen Pippi Longstocking?
1: No, I saw Harry Potter where he lives under the steps.
0: I'm going to lock him under the steps. And you might say, well, Ben, there is no room under the steps. I will build one. <laughs> I will build steps and put a room under it. And then I'll put the children in there.
1: No, you hate home projects.
2: Uh no, not if it's out not if it's gardening. I do like gardening.
1: Yeah, but building a house under the stairs is not gardening, Benjamin. <laughs> you you got me. You got me. I want I would like to hear about your first foray with your starion to the uh Octane car thing today.
2: Yeah, so we have uh if you're familiar with Cars and Coffee, Cars and Coffee happens in major cities around the country. It's where it's just basically an um an informal car meetup. You don't have to pay. Nobody pays anything. Sometimes businesses will show up a little tent or something like that. So we have one in Birmingham called Magic City Octane. It's basically like cars and coffee. And uh, so it happens like once a month uh, up at the summit, the shopping center, this real nice shopping center, outdoor shopping center. And uh, and so the we had one today. And this was the the first car meetup that I've taken the Starion to. So I was very excited. Um and it was an absolute blast. I had people loved it. Uh, of course, it was the only starry on there. There was a lot. There was a lot of Broncos, a lot of Corvettes, a lot of Mustangs. You know, uh, but there are some. There was so many cool cars there. So many. cool, There was a um, a Ferrari three hundred eight, like the Magnum Pi version from the eighties. It was it was amazing.
1: I watched Magnum a lot, so even I I, I recognize that one in your stories. It, it,
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. So you saw – I mean, the, the ones I put in my uh, Instagram stories are probably the coolest ones that I saw, the ones I really liked. Um, so but it was funny because, like, all the guys who are, like, age, like, late 40s to, like, 60 years old – they were all loving it. They're like, I haven't seen one of these in decades. And like, this was the cool, like everybody wanted this car back in the eighties, man. It was so funny talking to those guys. They loved it. And they couldn't believe it had 18,000 miles on it and how good the interior was. And so there's guys to talk. And it was funny too, because it it'd be like these old guys were walking with their kids or, or their friends that were younger or whatever. And they'd be like, yeah, so this car was badged as the conquest TSI by Chrysler and all this kind of, and like, this is the turbo. It's got the wide body. And they like knew all about my car. I was like, how fun is this? Like, I'm with people that we all like the same. It's very much dra- Dragon Con. It's like you're with your people that know and like the same things as you. And so you just have this kind of built-in community. It was so fun, man. There's nothing so...
1: nothing better than that on the earth.
2: It, it really isn't. I mean, it, it really isn't. Because it's like, you know, at Dragon Con... What originally drew me to it was I would I would geek out right at these costumes these people make and I still do like I still love seeing what people make and I have made things that people geek out about too and it's like we both we get to do this thing nobody's making any money I mean there's a couple people right but like nobody's making money nobody was making money at the car meetup. it's like we're just this we're just enjoying life together and these things that we like
1: yep it's the best I like the the main thing that I like about stuff like that is I can be talking to somebody, turn around, grab someone I never talked to before in my life, and just start talking to them about something because there's something we both want to talk about.
2: Yep, yep. Matter of fact, I met this young kid. His name is Preston, and we were just walking around talking about cars, man. It was just it was so fun. Ah, oh, it's was the best.
1: Yeah, there was a... Your your Instagram story, is, it was like emanating just pure joy. I, I really enjoyed that this morning, <laughs> so like watching through those.
2: Yeah, I, some people are like, you need to do commentary. Like, you need to start like a channel or something and do commentary Cause they, they like people that are not car people were telling me this. I was like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna download TikTok. I'm, I don't give into China's, China now. I, don't, I gotta have my China. I'm not gonna do that. But I don't know. I don't know if I should do like a YouTube channel or something. I don't know. Just do it
1: up. People want to Just hear do you. It up.
2: Anyway, it was really fun. I can't wait for the next one. Uh, good times. Good times. Hey,
1: uh, did you watch anything this past week?
0: What we done watched.
1: Yeah, I watched a few things. Uh, We finished watching Peacemaker. I'm pretty sure Peacemaker is my favorite DC thing. Uh, Oh, nice. I really, really liked it. The end was really good, too, the last episode. And just like Jess had mentioned before that it's one of the best uh, team building things ever. Where like people who don't like each other have to be a team. It's one of the best executions of that premise. Mm. Uh, really funny. I don't know why John Cena is so funny, but he is. And, but I don't know. He's just good. He's just... Him as Peacemaker, it was like... Every once in a while, there's someone who gets a role, and it's like the best possible fit for them, and he just is really good as Peacemaker. Also, the one of the episodes is just really satisfying. <laughs> I think it's called Stop Dragging My Heart Around. There's a lot of really satisfying uh, dispatches of bad guys in that one. Oh, nice! So I love Peacemaker. Um, I watched uh, just that was it for the week. Like I oh I watched the the season the mid season finale of Resident Alien. Uh, I still recommend that to everyone. It's great. Um, I watched the Marvels Assembled. I've been watching all of those Marvels Assembleds every time they come out. The making ofs. So I watched the Eternals one a little while ago. I still think they have the best costumes. You know in Lord of the Rings when they made the costumes, they were making stuff that you wouldn't even see like right. inside and just because they loved it and like it, it was the care was there. This is the same thing. So you're watching it and there's like little intricate designs like underneath things That's you no one would ever see this. The only people that would know that it was there are the characters and I just feel like that helps get you in into the character more, you know? Like, if you feel mm. like you're really wearing that instead of, like, a, a mocap suit or something. But that was cool. And I watched the first episode of Blade Runner Black Lotus, the anime series that we Ugh. have been talking about. And I know you did as well.
2: Yeah, I watched it too. Man, it's like when it first starts out, you see the imagery, right, of Blade Runner. Uh-huh. And... Your mind does this weird thing where it goes, dang, the imagery in Blade Runner is so good and so classic, but this, not even that, can make whatever this is good.
1: It's I I want to preface this, is that I love Blade Runner more than most people love anything. Like yeah. I love yeah. Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2049 are movies that I know all the words to, uh, I can watch them in my head completely because I love them so deeply. Yeah. I hated this. It was awful. <laughs> it's this, terrible. It's terrible. The an- okay. The anim- The environments look good. I will yeah. say that the environments look good. The music uh, is is Blade Runner E. Uh, yeah. Not fully, but it's right. It's decent. The music is decent. B- Blade Runner adjacent. Yeah. The music is decent. The environments are good. The, an, the character models and animation are from 1999.
2: I mean, they are straight out of turn. They are turn of this century.
1: It looks like Sims 2 characters. Yeah, it, it looks like a video game cutscene. Yeah, Jess said it looked like a Final Fantasy cutscene from 2001.
2: Yes, she's exactly
1: right. She, I, I, how did this get made? I, I was... So it's so poorly animated that like she puts a bandage on her nose in the first episode and the way they do it is her hand goes over her nose and goes away and the character model is just different because they can't they didn't animate her putting the bandage on her nose.
2: It's it's really bad and it's they they put all this action in it and it's not interesting action. And they it's like they forgot that hey, Blade Runner is like these very short moments of action.
1: Yeah, short violent clumsy bursts of action. Yes. There's no yep. grace in Blade Runner at all. Like look at Pris when Pris dies and she just flips around on the floor or right. like when Batista and Gosling are just throwing each other through the walls. Also yeah. replicants, the way they shoot the replicants, they make them look heavier than normal people. So they they move slower. Uh the sound is amplified for everything they do. So it's like they're they're they weigh twice as much as a person replicants do and this she's flipping around i don't i assume she's a replicant i don't know it does right yeah exactly. i assume but she's yeah. like flipping around with like a ninja sword it's stupid there's
2: one you may have caught this too there's one moment where she like is like running she like jumps over something and like does this like flip off of it mm-hmm like they're they're it's it's so pointless it's just like you know what instead of having her just drop down off this ledge have her like do a like a a, a sideways flip off of it and like a twit with a twist yeah and it's just like wh- why 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 look i understand like you want to do things stylistically but like when it has absolutely no purpose and it feels out of place and it takes me right out of the takes me right out yeah because i'm like this is just stupid it's just terrible choices Whatever, not even the B team animated it. The no, C team yeah. animated it. The C
1: team from Reboot from Cartoon Network in 1999.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not even going to watch any more No, of I can't. I, I, I love
1: Blade Runner too much to watch this. Right.
2: Yep, yep. Uh, do you think this was something else and they just attached Blade Runner to it? Or these, like, these people that made this in Japan were like, they really love Blade Runner? I, I feel like if you really love Blade Runner, you'd be like, I'm too embarrassed to put this out. Well...
1: It can't have been something else, because Doc Badger was in it, and he's in Blade Runner 2049. Like, that guy, mm. I mean, it looked like that guy, the, the I'm the Captain Now guy. It looked like him. Right, right, right. But right. it looked like him as a Sim from 1999.
2: <laughs> God, I hated it. I hate this, dude. Yeah, Why? I mean, Why? Really this should bad. not exist, Nick.
1: The uh the the blackout anime short that the Cowboy Bebop dude made, that's how they should have done this cuz that's a really good Blade Runner anime. Yeah. Like I've already seen a Blade Runner anime be good. Probably cuz it was the Cowboy Bebop guy.
2: Yeah. So guys don't don't waste your time on this. Like just tope
1: Yeah, don't don't especially if you like really like Blade Runner, don't uh watch this.
2: Yeah, don't don't do it. Um, so, I watched, uh, the first two episodes of Inventing Anna.
1: Have you heard about this? I, I heard about it because on Saturday Night Live, Chloe Feynman did, uh, a, a spoof of it that was, like, Inventing Chloe. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah, so this is about, I didn't know about this. It's like a, it's based on a true story. Um, it's about a, a girl named Anna Delvey or Anna Sorokin. So, I think it was a real name. And, uh, she was, like, a socialite in, I guess, New York or somewhere, uh socialite and then she but she like had a bunch of identities and i don't really know the whole story because i've only seen two episodes but um it's really good it's really good yeah um, i'm watching it with aaron aaron was like i think you'll like this you want to watch it with me and of course i'll jump at the chance to watch anything with aaron so uh but it's been really good i'm definitely going to finish it
1: um hmm. do recommend interesting i it was yeah it wasn't really on my radar until like snl and then i I kind of just was like, "Oh, this must be some new show." But if it's good, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll check it I out. I think it's
2: po- I think it's um, I think it's like pretty popular right now. That's probably and, why it was on Saturday Night Live. Right. Yeah. It's actually the main character is actually a reporter for the Manhattan. I think is the name of the publication. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's like sort of a journalistic, uh, a journal. The story is about a journalist getting getting to the bottom of the story, sort of a thing. Hmm. So, do you recommend? Oh, I watched Free Guy, loved it. Yeah, that's it's good. great. That's great. I'm trying to think of what there was some things I wanted to talk about on it, and now I can't remember. I but I do remember I liked it.
1: Yeah, it was good.
2: Special effects were fun. Like it's well written. It's it's a pretty like um, it's pretty tight. It's a pretty tight movie, right?
1: Yeah, it's a it's it's there's no fluff. It's fun. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's paced really well. Yeah, it's paced really
2: well. Um, so so, dug that. Uh, why, I started watching Riddick. I'd never seen Riddick.
1: I don't. I don't care for that character. Um,
2: I so interestingly enough, Nick, I have now realized I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I I made it about thirty minutes through and had to and had to leave because I had to go do
1: something. Right. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm going to go back. It's it's not good. No, I don't. It, I don't like uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. I don't like Pitch Black. Although Pitch Black is the best of them because Riddick wasn't the main character of that.
2: Right. I like Chronicles of Riddick. Um, but you know who's in this, in, Riddick, in the movie Riddick, is, uh, what's her name that I don't like?
1: I don't know, Ben. There's so many actresses Starbucks. By-
2: like. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Katie Sackhoff? Hey,
1: hey, Katie Sackhoff's in it, dude. She, Katie Sackhoff,
2: and, she's, and this is just, Katie Sackhoff, she didn't even hardly say anything in the parts that I saw but it's like her at her worst. <laughs> She's
1: probably still better Not... than Vin Diesel.
2: Uh I don't know. So like Riddick is a character for like 20 something year old dudes in 1998, you know, kind of a that vibe. A Mary Sue like, action dude... bro. Yeah, he's it, like if you if you like Nickelback, you probably like Riddick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of yeah. Like, if you have, like, a Boondock Saints poster on your dorm room wall.
2: Yeah. If you have tribal tattoos, are <laughs> uh, you probably into Riddick?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't care for Riddick.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it can, it comes across kind of cheesy, like, in this movie. It's just like, yeah, he is very much a Mary Sue, so I'm not, not into it. Uh, probably won't <laughs> go back.
1: <laughs> I get it. You can see in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So, anyway, so that's what we don't had, uh, watch this past week. And, uh, now we got a couple of pieces of some new news.
0: This is the dumb dude's news network.
1: Yeah, this first one is is a more businessy one, so it's not as fun, but Amazon has purchased uh MGM or Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer for a 0.5 billion which is is a pretty expensive price tag for what what I can only assume is James Bond and nothing else.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to rack my brain. Uh The Wizard of Oz, I don't know. Was that on it? Was that was that MGM? I
1: think I think it was distributed by them, but Disney owns it.
2: Yeah. This is are we we're getting uh to a place where there are conglomerations you know yeah like everything is under falling under these very few umbrellas and i don't know if that's a good thing
1: no it's super not a good thing
2: i mean i will say disney has given us great marvel stuff but I, that's i don't know if that's more disney or more, if more feige you know what i mean
1: yeah it's it's him it's like without him there is no there'd, there'd be producers fighting over whatever and trying to get everything about toy sales it would have been ike perlmutter it would have been it would there have it all are. been terrible. It it'd be regressive without him. So, it's all him. He's yeah. like a once in a lifetime dude. And we got
2: the we got to be in the uh, the whatever universe that that he got into power. You know. Yep. So I don't know. I'm looking at this article and I'm trying to figure out like what do they get with this? Like what is it besides James Bond? Like what properties are they wanting to get from this? James Bond, Pink Panther. The Rocky movie franchises, Legally Blonde, Moonstruck. These are all old stuff. I'm trying to see, like, okay, what sort of IP do you want? Oh, Stargate. They are getting Stargate. Tomb Raider. Tomb
1: Raider's, because I, I feel like even Stargate has run its course.
2: Yeah, I never watched the show. I love the movie. I don't care for the show. Yeah, I'm the same way. Had had uh, MacGyver in it. Wasn't MacGyver in the show?
1: Yes, yeah, he was uh, he was uh, James Spader's character, I believe. Yeah,
2: so this is, I don't really care about this, I just don't like Amazon, so I don't, I'm not like excited about this or whatever. Yeah. Business news, guys. Welcome to the Business News Hour with the Dumb Dudes. The Dumb Dudes, uh, what do they call it, like CNBC, is CNBC the business one? Yes,
1: I think so. See Dumb Dudes. Yeah, or MSNBC or something, I don't know. I don't know anything about business. Uh, this is the CDD.
2: C dumb dudes. <laughs> news Network. So, yeah. All right. So, that uh, that happened, and then uh, you put this on. I, I did not hear about this piece of news.
1: Okay. So, for The Mandalorian Season 3, we got a little bit of casting news uh, yesterday. And it's that Christopher Lloyd has joined the cast of The Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, the The specifics of his role are not known at this time. However uh i've already seen roughly four to seven thousand mandalorian jokes (laughs) because it's christopher lloyd
2: they're just they come right off the dome don't they yeah the
1: first one i saw was from jay who sent me this news and so he said mandalorian so he he saw it first so i i enjoyed it when he said it and then uh i saw it a bunch of times later on the internet and i was like i already heard this joke from jay
2: you were you were too slow, Internet. You were too slow. Yeah.
1: So that's it. There's not a lot of news this week. Uh, we we have a couple good trailers, so it's it's not going to be all slowness. But the news is a little slow this week.
2: Yeah. Uh. Well. So that does it for the news. But then we have. Uh, this is advertiser content. Yeah.
1: We have a sponsor this week. Uh. This week, the Trailer Blazers is brought to you by Spur Mattresses, and that's Kevin Bly, has paid me to advertise. Uh, Kevspur mattresses. When you're too tall and awkward for a normal mattress, and you're also an insomniac, get a Kevspur mattress. The mattress specifically designed to knock you out and fit your your abnormally tall human body. Kevspur mattresses. For when you're way too tall and clumsy and awkward.
2: Use promo code DumbDudes for 10% off your Kevspur mattress when you visit the website.
1: Yep. The only uh, stipulation that came with with the sponsorship was that the question times be about video games in some way. Uh, Since we had already really, I think we did a What's Your Favorite Video Game, which is what I was going to do originally. What's Your Favorite Video Game Trailer? But we talked about that because I remember talking about the Smash Brothers trailer. Uh, The Me and You Smash Brothers trailer. Oh yeah. Uh, So I changed it. So now I want to know if you this is the questions times now. It's Spur mattresses Presents the questions times (laughs) Their questions terms the questions times this week's is do you prefer? cinematic or gameplay trailers for video games
2: personally, I prefer gameplay trailers because I Want to know what the controls are like I want to know what the gameplay loop is like I want to know what the experience is like you can hide a bad game behind a good cinematic trailer.
1: Yeah, I think they do that a lot with MMO games. For uh, yeah. sure. Um, my my thought on this is, I like to have a cinematic trailer for a teaser trailer, and then the second trailer has to be mostly gameplay. And then I, if I like that gameplay in the second trailer, I stop watching trailers for games. I'm
2: I'm okay with that that sort of cadence. I'm okay with that uh, that sequence.
1: So let us know whether you like cinematic or gameplay trailers, or if there's a specific kind of trailer for video games that'll get you more interested in the game itself. We want to know. And it's sponsored by Kevspur mattresses.
2: Kevs, The Kevspur mattress, the only mattress that can survive the ostrich
1: egg test. <laughs> Kevspur mattresses, for when you really need to go to sleep, but you're just going to sit on your computer until 6am anyway.
2: I never thought a mattress coming in a box could be good, but Kevsper mattresses, they come in a tube, so it's, you don't have to worry about that.
1: <laughs> they come in a tube that also has a rolled up D&D uh, terrain map in there, so you can dream out your sessions early with Kevspur mattresses.
2: Free D&D maps for the first 1,000 customers.
1: <laughs> and that's a tip.
2: To see All right. That does it for the questions times. And that brings us to the new 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 trailers, folks. We have an Adele Zine minus two.
1: Yeah, that's an Adele to Ian,
2: an Adele E. We're going to start off pretty strong. We got some good ones this week. Uh, we're going to start off strong with the Miss Marvel trailer. We've been waiting for this one. Yeah,
1: this is Miss Marvel. This is a Disney plus show. It's gonna start June eighth, so it's a birthday gift to me and Ben, cause our birthday is June third and fifth. So we're the 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 Gemini boys. Uh, so this is our birthday gift from Disney. And the plot synopsis on on IMDb is simply: New Jersey raised Kamala Khan learns she has polymorphous powers. That's 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 basic. We we know Ms. Marvel here, so we can just talk about it a little more. So Ms. Marvel Kamala. is a, uh, a Pakistani immigrant uh, Muslim girl who, in the comics, is exposed to ter- terragenesis and is an inhuman, and she gets stretchy uh, shapeshifter powers. And she's obsessed with the Avengers, and mainly Captain Marvel is her favorite. So in the comics, she first like shape as soon as she gets her powers she wants to be a superhero so she's emulating captain marvel and she's actually like shape-shifting into carol danvers and doing superhero stuff but then she's like oh i can make my own identity and then she she takes over as ms marvel from carol danvers who used to be ms marvel and is now captain marvel but she's like a little fangirl uh she's really funny really good character 100% Hundred percent, the best character in the Avengers video game, the Square Enix one. And uh, she's great, and I love her. This looks uh, real good.
2: Um, I what caught me not caught me off guard, but like something I noticed immediately was that she was not. A, she's obviously not an Inhuman. No, there. They're, um,
1: so there's been some controversy about the changing of her powers on the internet. For one, she's got stretchy powers like Mr. Fantastic, which I I love Fantastic 4, but I also find stretchy powers to be extremely creepy. <laughs> so I I like this she's got like almost like Green Lanterny uh sort of energy stretchy powers yeah. where it like Yeah. uh she she can do the same things that she does in the comic where she can like stretch out her fist and make it big and punch someone, but it's like a light projection instead of her actual fist stretching.
2: Yeah. And she can do like uh like a force field type thing too with them. Yep. Um I have a theory. Uh let me hear it. Um I think these are the negabands.
1: I was gonna say that theory too.
2: Yeah, okay. So I think we're I think we're probably spot on on that one. Um so I think they're the Negabands and I think she is also gonna have cosmic awareness like the Captain like original Captain Marvel had. Yeah,
1: I think she's gonna have cosmic awareness. I think these are the negabands. Um She's gonna get her powers that way. I like that. They t- kept trying stuff with Inhumans in the TV shows, and it just wasn't working. So they're just not gonna do it. I think they're just gonna retool. And if they if there are Inhumans, they're gonna come from a different multiverse or something down the line.
2: Yeah, there's. I mean, I honestly the only Inhuman I care about is Black Bolt. Anyway, so it's just like, can I just. Like just put Black Bolt in the Illuminati, and then we'll just have Black Bolt, and we don't need any other Inhumans. That that's the way I.
1: I would also like Lockjaw, but apart from Lockjaw, who's not really an Inhuman because he's a giant dog that teleports, uh, Black Bolt and Lockjaw, and no one else matters. Yeah,
2: get look, give us Lockjaw, and give us. um, Oh, what's the Soviet dog? Um, Cosmo. Cosmo. I mean, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy that's true That is. But he doesn't true. talk yeah He's a, he, he plays a big role in the game yes he does yes so miss marvel looks fun i i would say like oh i don't know if we're gonna relate to this because it's like high school but like hey like peter parker's in high school come on it's great i'm
1: gonna relate to it because she's a superhero nerd
2: yeah honestly like in that universe like how could you not be a super fan of the avengers like they exist in real life are you kidding me of course i'm every shirt i have is gonna be an avenger shirt yeah
1: it's i would be friends with her i'm sure uh yeah. i really like this i like that they use the blinding lights by the weekend the music in the trailer
2: it was the music was perfect yeah
1: that song is great i love that song uh yeah. it's got a it gave it a tone right away like that Yes, I was sucked in. Yes, uh, it has. It, that song has synthwave vibes, you know. Yes, because it's got those eighties oh, yeah. drums. Jay told me what the drums were because I was talking to him about it. I t- oh, here it is. He said they're Simmons drums from the eighties, and that's what The Weekend uses in that song. And okay, so th- that yeah, that works, and it it transports you. I mean, this takes place in, in contemporary times, but it gave it a like a John Hughesy eighties vibe, and I loved it. Also I really like because she's obsessed with comics and and stuff that they had all of the overlays, the comic word bubbles and like little hearts flying off uh, her head. Yeah. I really hope that's yeah. that's in the whole series too.
2: Yeah. I love that kind of stuff ever since uh, Man on Fire with uh, Denzel
1: Washington. huh
2: They it was really cool the way they did it. There wasn't enough. I was like do more. Yeah, I do I w- more they should it.
1: have stylized that more because it was awesome.
2: It was it was cool. Uh also a last thing I want to say about this is um we only get to see her costume from the back
1: when she's sitting on the light pole. Yep, which is a direct nod to Ms. Marvel number five, the cover.
2: Oh, nice! Yeah, and it, but at least from the it looks straight out of the comics, mm-hmm. baby.
1: I'm really excited for this. She's one of my favorite. Like, she's a newer character because I think she came right. around in like 2012, maybe. Yeah, uh, or even 2015. Some she's newer, a newer character, but she's so great. Like one of my favorite characters.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm really interested interested to see the family. I mean, we've talked about this before, with the family dynamic. You know, a Pakistani family, a Muslim family. Yeah. Like, I want to I want to see the dynamic there. I I'm fascinated with, uh, and I talk about this with my friend Lily. She's uh, she's Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. I, I'm fascinated by um the 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 parent child dynamic in other cultures. Yeah. Uh, it's just because it's so different, you know, it's like, it's like watching a, um, it's like a, watching a, a a documentary on a, on prison. It's just like this whole, it's like, it's very foreign, um, but interesting um, because you can relate to it somewhat because I have parents, you know, whatever, but it's just the way they, the relationship's different.
1: Yeah. One of my coworkers is from China uh, and she did a presentation at a conference that I went to watch her presentation Because it was about how uh, Chinese transfer students will have culture shock in America. Like, and some of this, she was going through the cultural differences. And I was just like sitting there like enraptured by this presentation because I find it interesting as well.
2: Yeah, it's very interesting. I I think the cultures of the world, it's it's just very, it's a very interesting thing. Yeah. All right, so we're excited about Miss Marvel. Uh, next, we have something called Tokyo Vice. And this came out of nowhere to me. I know this existed, but I was. Di- I think we were both digging this. Yeah,
1: so Missy sent us this a couple days ago. You'll all remember her from the uh, Christmas episode. And the plot of this is a Western journalist working for a publication in Tokyo takes on one of the city's most powerful crime bosses. So this stars Ansel Elgort from Baby Driver and Ken Watanabe from Inception and Godzilla and, like, a lot of other things. He's very famous. And it looks super awesome.
2: It looks so good. This is, you get to see, again, here we are, you get to see the, like, the Japanese crime underworld something that we it's very foreign you don't have any i mean you know you know about like organized crime but this is you get to see the uh, the japanese version of it you know yakuza yeah. and and also you get to just see japanese streets and you're in japan and tokyo and i just want to go there i want them to take me there you know yeah
1: exactly this looks great the cast is great i like ansel Elgord, i like ken Watanabe. yeah um
2: Dude, did that? Did that line hit you? That that, that the one Yakuza guy said. I mean, he said, "A man with no enemies is no man at all." Yeah. I was like, "Gosh, doll."
1: Yeah, that's a cool thing for a cool uh, mafia guy to say for sure,
2: <laughs> right? That was good. <laughs> I had to remind myself. I was like, "Is this? Should I? Should I like buy into this philosophy?" And I was like, "Eh, I don't know." It was a crime boss that said it, so I don't yeah. Know. I was
1: like, "Oh, do I need some enemies quick?" And then I was like, "Well, I have." <laughs> I was like, "I have some enemies. <laughs> They're just not very." Uh, threatening enemies.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like my enemies are like other like salesmen in the industry that I'm in. Yeah, or like, like my friend Ted.
1: <laughs> He's my enemy.
2: <laughs> so uh, I I'm I think I'm gonna check this out. I want to watch. Yeah, this. this is
1: gonna be on HBO Max. I think it's a series. And okay, yeah, I think so. so. Uh, it starts on April 7th, so it's not too far away. But I really I oh. think this looks really good. My mm, favorite yeah, thing really about good. this though is just. When he said he wanted to go be a crime journalist in Japan, Jess was like, This is something that like someone I went to high school with would have done. <laughs> yep. All them That's great. All them weebs.
2: All them weebs. Uh, next trailer we got here is uh, Swimming with Sharks.
1: Yeah, so this the plot of this is a young female assistant who is at the center of a studio filled with manipulators, schemers, and intrigue. Little do they know she is poised to outwit them all. So this stars Karen and Chipka from Mad Men. Uh, she was Sally Draper in Mad Men, uh, the daughter of January Jones and John Hamm. And it stars Donald Sutherland and uh, some other folks. Iron Fist is in it, apparently. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> yeah.
2: Listen, this story it takes place in Hollywood in. And- Everybody in this is like self-absorbed. Okay, this is a a culture, a group of people, a, a place in the country where they're all self-absorbed, and th- this type of people, these type of people, they're just not interesting to me. This is not this world, and these and th- these people are not interesting to me. It's um, and I now I say that, and you might be like Ben, well, you're you're liking that inventing Anna, and that's basically the same thing, uh. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but it's but but it's more about like the demise of uh, Anna Delvey, and it's also like a journalistic kind of take on it. And this is more just here's the drama manufactured. It's not a true story. It's just manufactured drama with self absorbed people. I, I'm just not into it.
1: Yeah. If it if it's gonna be a story like that, it has to have a different perspective as well. Like Bojack Horseman is about that kind those kind of people but it's also one of the best animated things i've ever seen in my life because it's a it's like a psychological deconstruction of it and it's really good that way but this doesn't i mean chili was attacking me the whole time this was on (laughs) trying to eat my arm (laughs) so i was slightly just i was slightly distracted during that trailer but uh it didn't seem like something that i wanted to watch so it didn't it didn't intrigue me enough while a dog was biting my arm
2: you should have given him a pig ear so he could get all of his bites
1: out. Yeah. Well, he was overtired because he had adventures today, but uh when he gets overtired he gets bitey.
2: Yeah. So I'll probably well I'm probably gonna miss swimming with sharks. Yes. Uh something you're not gonna miss, uh which is Barry Season 3. Got a new trailer for that.
1: We missed the whole a uh, whole year of Barry because of the pandemic. And that was torturous. Because this is one of the best shows that's on TV. It's Bill Hader and Steven Root and Anthony Kerrigan. And Anthony Kerrigan is, he's got uh, alopecia, so he's got no hair. So he's that guy in this trailer. He's one of the funniest characters in anything ever. Uh, but this show, the show is one of those shows where it's really, really funny, but it's also pretty serious. Like it takes itself seriously too. And it does mm. both of them really well, which is rare.
2: That's hard. That's hard to yeah. do. Yeah,
1: And, like, oh, it's so good. He, he's a hitman, and he's hiding out in L.A., and he starts going to, like, these acting classes to just... It's part of, like, hiding out, but then he kind of gets into it, and then all the hitman stuff from his old life keeps coming back and trying to wreck his current life, and it's so good it's really good and even if you don't watch this show there's an episode in season two let me find the episode because if you even if you don't want to watch the show there's one sh- there's one show that everyone on the world should watch and i want to see which one it is okay the episode in season two is called ronnie slash lily and if you don't want to watch the show don't want to watch the series at least watch this show it's watch this episode ronnie slash lily in season two it is episode five of season two it's the weirdest most interesting episode of a tv show of all time it's one of the best episodes of any show ever but it's also so weird but yeah barry's great i love barry
2: well you're i've had several people now tell me that it's really good so i probably need to start watching
1: it yeah it's like in my opinion it's like breaking Bad, good it's like that good it's really really good i sort
2: of got breaking bad vibes from it yeah a little it's,
1: bit it's it's the same kind of it's like if breaking bad also was was also really funny sometimes it's like that but it's so good it's so good cool well we got season three coming out so that's good
2: um next one we got here is green ghost and the masters of the stone
1: yeah this is a danny trejo movie in a texas border town car salesman charlie moonlights as a masked lucha libre wrestler green ghost when assailants arrive seeking an otherworldly emerald, Charlie discovers that he has superpowers that he must harness to save humanity. This is basically a a lucha libre Mexico movie like that, vampire, like that Santo versus the Treasure of Dracula, Mystery Science Theater episode I watched last week. So it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Obviously, it stars Danny Trejo. Uh, it looked pretty goofy. It probably will never come out. Like this will never be anywhere. No. But it, it was intriguing from the trailer. It was goofy.
2: I couldn't get past um, this this trend.
1: This bothered me too. Is,
2: this trend has been going on for a while now. We haven't really talked about it, but it is where they have a micro trailer at the beginning of the trailer, and then it goes to the actual trailer. Yes. So they'll do a couple of short scene, like a couple of short snippets, and then it will see the logo, and it'll say the tra- official trailer starts now. Yep. I don't need. A trailer for the trailer especially when it's like right before it's like on the actual trailer it's why are they doing this the next couple trailers we're going to talk about they did this. yeah
1: they keep doing it it's really annoying it do you know uh in battlestar galactica when it would do the spoiler reel at the beginning of every episode where it would just like before the theme song or at the right at the end of the theme song, it would do this reel of clips from the episode and it was just like it would spoil the episode for you. That drove me nuts in Battlestar Galactica and it drove it's driving me nuts with these trailers. I
2: hate it. They even did it on the next trailer, uh, they were gonna the, well, one of the best trailers that we got this week, they they did it too. And I was just like, even the good trailers are doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not an indicator
2: of quality. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. It's it's the new Womp. It's the new bass drop. No thanks. I'm, I don't know. So I, I I couldn't get past that on this trailer. This looked kind of low budget to me. Yeah, too. It's, like, eh.
1: it's, it's not taking itself seriously. It is low budget. Yeah. It's a B-movie on purpose.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, next trailer we got here is I Love That For You.
1: Yeah, this is a Vanessa Bayer show. It's a woman overcomes childhood leukemia to achieve her dream of becoming an on-air host at a home shopping network. So this is Vanessa Bayer from Saturday Night Live. I love her. She's hilarious. There's a bunch of other good, like Molly Shannon is on here. She's great. Uh, there's some other people in here that I've seen in other things, but I I don't know that I could say they're as great as, as Vanessa Bayer. But uh, this is something that I think is probably really funny, but it's on Showtime.
2: I mean, it might as yeah, it's on show. Like we'll never see it. It's not. It might as well be on some station in Europe. Like we, we're not gonna see this. We're not gonna get Showtime. I'm not gonna get Showtime. No, time.
1: there's nothing on Showtime for me. Uh, I,
2: it's not I for bet us. this
1: is good. I like Vanessa Bayer. Like she's really funny. Uh,
2: yeah, it looks funny. Like it looks like it's w- written to be very funny. When
1: she got the perfume sprayed in her face and did that, like she was trying to not gag, but she did that horrible smile. I laughed out loud, and I would like to see more of that. But it's on Showtime. I'm not going to get Showtime.
2: No. When she talked about her cancer and she said, she back. it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah. That's funny it's stuff. very
1: good. It looks very fun. But it's on. Uh, it's, Showtime is unattainable. So, uh, it might as
2: well not exist. Yeah, it might as well not.
1: I'm sorry, Vanessa Bear. I, I wish you would come to a different network.
2: No. We are sorry, Vanessa Bear. All right. So now this is one I don't really want to talk yeah. about. We got it. Second trailer for Halo and it I think this looks so stinking dope. It looks I can't wait for it this. It looks
1: so good. I know it it's not gonna closely follow the games or anything, and I'm I'm sure people will whine about that a lot. But you have the games, so this is something else. Yeah. This looks great. The aesthetics are great. The Covenant is really cool looking. Master Chief is Master Chief.
2: If they have the Arbiter or what what is that alien species of the covenant called the elites the elites yeah. the 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 computer animation on them looks amazing
1: yeah i was trying to figure out if it was like partly practical
2: it, it's so good it might be but like it's it sells like it looks like i'm like okay they exist like let's go i can't wait for this i'm so i i didn't i didn't expect to be this excited about it cuz i'm not a big halo fan uh-huh. But this looks like sci-fi at its at its best.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. Plus, I have Paramount Plus because I got 10 free months with my TV when I bought my TV. So right. I already have it, right. which is nice.
2: I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it at least for a month yeah. to, to watch this. I have to see this. Yeah,
1: no, it's going to be good. It comes out soon, too, next week, I think, March 24th.
2: Yeah, my, uh, Showtime should take a lesson. You, you, you need a halo for me to get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm...
1: I love Vanessa Bayer, but I'm not gonna get Showtime for that show. No, but I'll, I'll get I'll get Paramount
2: Plus for some Halo. Uh, but again, I hate the micro trailer at the beginning of this. They did a the stupid micro trailer.
1: Yeah, they don't need to do stupid. that. I I'm gonna watch the trailer anyway.
2: I wonder how much they spent, or what studios, or studio, or studios did the special effects for this? Because the the special, the the CGI in this, it looks real. It looks great.
1: Yeah, and I expect when when there's CGI and stuff, I expect it to look worse in the trailers than it does in the final product, so I want to see right. what it looks like on the final product,
2: yeah, absolutely i'm I'm glad uh, none of it I looked at going eh, I don't know, because you know like, remember that Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four I was like, eh, I don't know, and then the movie turned out to be like just like, yeah, it, and, like it yeah. went any better. They
1: did not improve so. on that one.
2: No, but this one, it's like there's nothing to improve on. It already looks incredible. Yeah, it looks
1: great. So. The aliens look awesome. Uh, yeah. The humans look cool. The armor is good. Yeah. The ships look cool. The s- space stuff looks cool. I just really want to watch yeah. this. Yep.
2: So we got that coming. Uh, then we have a trailer for Anatomy of a Scandal.
1: Yeah, this is scandal amongst British privileged elite and the women caught up in its wake. So. This is a dramatic Netflix show starring Rupert Friend, Sienna Miller, and Michelle Dockery, and Naomi Scott.
2: I like Michelle Dockery. She's from, she was in Downton Abbey, but she's like the only person I really knew in this.
1: Rupert Friend is playing the Grand Inquisitor in Kenobi, the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Uh. Although, of all the things in that, the Obi Wan Kenobi trailer is great. Everything looks awesome, except the Grand Inquisitor looks bad. Because
2: he doesn't look like the guy's that race that's been in Star Wars before, right?
1: Yeah, so he's a Powin, which is a species that is in the prequels. Like, they're in Revenge of the Sith and and Attack of the Clones. And they have a very distinct look, and this dude just looks like a cosplayer. Like, he looks (laughs) like a regular, like, him, you know? Because it's supposed it to have
2: like tall, skinny heads with yuck mouth, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, that's what he looks like in Rebels. Because this character is in Star Wars Rebels, yeah. and he's voiced by Jason Isaacs. And uh, in the Kenobi trailer, he just looks bad and weird, and he doesn't look like the character. Uh,
2: this this uh, trailer, Anatomy of a Scandal, deserves to to have us talk about Star Wars rather than this. Actually, <laughs> I agree.
1: That's I only put it on because I wanted to. I saw him and I was like, oh, I can talk about Because there's a thing that that happens on the internet that bothers me. And it's every time something will have, like, they'll have a, a character like this in Kenobi. And immediately a bunch of people are like, well, that looks bad. And then they do photoshops where they make it look like better. And then there's the other half of the people who are like, you you're just uh, mad that it doesn't look like the cartoon, but the cartoon is stylized, so it's not going to look the same in live action. It, because if it did, this is what like Count Dooku would look like. But they're forgetting that this is this dude's an established species that doesn't look like this. And the same thing was happening with Ahsoka's headtails when right. she was in the Mandalorian are shorter than they are in Clone Wars and Rebels, and everyone was like, well, it's animation, it's stylized. It's not going to look the same, except no, because Shakti was in Attack of the Clones and she had really long headtails, and she was a Togruta, So that's also not true. And it's just like, don't just make excuses for things, you know?
2: Yeah. This, uh, your note here that you said that the music in this trailer is better than the trailer. That statement is 100% true. Yep. And that's, and we will, we will not watch this.
1: Yeah, no, I don't want to watch this. At sorry,
2: all. Michelle Dockery. You're great, but sorry. Uh, The Adele 19th trailer that we have here is uh, DMZ. This is on HBO Max, I believe.
1: Uh, Yes, this is actually on there right now. It came out this week. Yep.
2: I'm curious about this.
1: The plot is a civil war breaks out in a futuristic America and Manhattan becomes a demilitarized zone. Oh, sorry. It stars Rosario Dawson and uh, some people I haven't heard of.
2: It's gotta be better than why the last man for me to watch it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh I fell off of that pretty quick. Me too. And then it got cancelled. <laughs> and I wasn't sad about it.
2: No. I I probably will never go back and finish it.
1: No, I don't care. Uh this I don't know. I like Rosario Dawson. Like she's Ahsoka. We were just talking about her. I like her. But yeah, this would have to be pretty I I'll only start this if someone tells me it's good, probably.
2: I think that's probably gonna the reality. That's what's gonna be for me too. Like I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll check out an episode or two, see if it grabs me. But if somebody somebody's gonna have to tell me, oh, you need to check this out.
1: Yeah, because there's other things I need to watch before this.
2: I just feel like post apocalyptic is it's getting to the point where it's kind of getting overdone.
1: It's getting overdone, and also America and the rest of the world seems post apocalyptic right now. Anyway. Yeah.
2: Yeah absolutely so so we'll see all right final trailer we got here is the pentavirate this is a red band trailer
1: yeah so this is a netflix thing and it says an unlikely canadian journalist finds himself embroiled in a mission to uncover the truth and just possibly save the world himself so this is from mike myers uh who i haven't i don't remember the last time mike myers did anything and yeah. i also when watching this i was like "Ah, eh, that's probably why
2: <laughs> yeah i did not laugh i didn't even get close to laughing in this trailer did you
1: no i didn't like it uh it just seemed bad to me i noticed that keegan michael key is in it he's in everything though so that's not an indicator of anything uh ken jong is in it and then mike myers is playing like several people of course
2: yeah, I'm not I'm not into it. I don't I really don't have much to say because like I I'm, I'm just never going to I don't I have no uh remote desire to watch this.
1: Yeah, I mainly put it on here because I'm curious about what people think of Mike Myers like cuz obviously Austin Powers was was extremely popular in the late 90s.
2: And then nobody saw The Guru. Yeah,
1: that that I think that was met with uh, such disdain that he disappeared from the earth.
2: God, I, I'm i so glad that we are past the age where people feel the need to quote Austin Powers movies. Constantly. Constantly. That was like kids don't know that there was a period of time where people did that and how life draining it was.
1: It was a it was a long period of time too.
2: It really was. If because they kept making them, they made like what? They made three of them.
1: They made three, yeah.
2: And people just kept doing it, like just when you thought, okay, good, we're, we're past this, then, you know, the they, then they have new characters and then they want to quote the new characters. No, stop it. Get some help. Yeah. yeah. So not no thanks. All right, that does it for all the new new trailers, folks. That brings us to the trailer mailers.
1: You've got mail. Yeah, last week, if you'll recall, we asked, what's the best Batmobile, or possibly to rank your favorite Batmobiles? And we got some answers on those.
2: I tell you what, Squid is exactly right. We're going to start Squid off here. Uh, Squid said, all of them, then a million spaces down, the Arkham Knight one. And Squid, (laughs) you couldn't be more right, buddy. Uh, It's maybe a million and one spaces down, because that... Was the most I quit playing that video game because of that stupid Batmobile that they just they they really messed up on, and I hate it. And I don't. I try to erase it from my memory, but you brought it back. Just when you're out, think you're out, Fredo. They pull you back in. You're right, Squid.
1: Yeah. So I had to have Jess beat those segments of the video game for me because I couldn't do them. Yeah. Uh, Kevin was over here physically uh, the other day. And his answer for the questions times was the the new one from the Batman. He's like it was the coolest by far, which I agree. He likes the
2: uh he he like the muscle car. He likes the muscle yeah, car. It was rad. Mike said number one is the Pat Mobile, P A T mobile. What is the Pat mobile I do not
1: I d I don't I don't know. I don't get that reference. Mike, tell us what the Pat Mobile is. You're gonna
2: have to tell us Mike. Then he says uh, eighty nine, which yeah, it's dope. Then he says the animated series, of course, dope as well. Then he says the 1966. Not classic. Dope. It's classic, not dope in my mind, but whatever. And then he says the Tumblr.
1: The Tumblr was uh kind of goofy to me. I didn't like the Tumblr. You don't like that fatty? About I just fatty? didn't it didn't seem like that could they would know he was it was Bruce Wayne so quickly if if it was that. Like where else could that have come from? It bothered me the whole time. No it Nick said, "No fatty bow baddies on wheels." <laughs> I didn't like it. Didn't I like liked it. the motorcycle though in the in the Dark Knight movies.
2: The yeah, motorcycle's dope though.
1: Yeah, the Batpod. Yeah, and I like the the helicopter in the third one. Even though yet again, uh, for sure you would know that it was Bruce Wayne like a hundred percent.
2: I like the Batplane in '89 Batman.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was cool too. It's
2: cool. Robo said, "Well, it was the animated series, but now, maybe the new one. It's very untraditional, but it's so raw and wriggling." He didn't say wriggling, uh, but he said he loves it.
1: Yeah, the raw is the best way to describe the the new one from the Batmobile for sure. Uh, Charlie said, "1989 because nostalgia and style, yep. but the newest three ones are way more practical." Yeah, it, me and me and Charlie had a discussion. And I was
2: like, I don't know, man. It has that grappling hook and it would take those sharp turns. And he said, yeah, but like you're not going to be rolling over anything. It's so low to the ground. And, you know, he had a point. He had a point.
1: Yeah, he did have a point. What if
2: there's a log in the road? What are you going to do then, Batman?
1: <laughs> I guess he would just hit it and die.
2: Hey, Batman said, well, what city has
0: logs in the road?
1: Well, maybe uh, Twin Peaks had had logs in the road because there was a logging that wasn't a big city, though. Right. Uh, and if you want to uh, get in a discussion about Batmobiles, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast, or you can email us at TrailerBlazersPod at gmail.com, or you can stand in my office uh, and tell me the answer to the questions times if you're Kevin. If you want to know when a new episode comes out, you can follow us on Twitter at Trailer underscore Blazers, but don't try and contact us there because we don't check the notifications and we never will. If you are feeling extra generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction. Uh, you could also use the podcatcher of your choice to leave us a review if you would like. And if you do that, uh, Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens.
0: Now, I was going to tell you that, but you know, sometimes, Nick, art imitates life. and Sometimes life imitates art. And so I say, like, well, there's some of these... Fellers who designed these supercars, these exotic cars, was they influenced by the Batmobiles? I don't know, because I don't know those fellers personally. And there could be some womans that design those cars too. I don't, they, they have the ability, anybody can do it. Well, that's not true, because not everybody has the ability to design cars, but if you're of that caliber of a designer, you can do it. But are you influenced by Batmobiles or not? That's what I want to ask them. Hey, you work over there in the Ferrari or Lamborghini or Curtis or whatever. Was you influenced by the Batmobile? And then where did the Batmobile get influenced from? You got to ask yourself that question. Like whoever designed the tumbler, what mobile Bo they was they looking at like a a bear? You know, like a grizzly bear when he's eating, getting ready for the winter times, and that's what it was. Or some type of mammal with a layer of blubber. You know, something like that. You gotta ask these questions, because knowing is half the battle. That's the tip.
1: <laughs> Thank you for that, Quick Minky. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always, for the trailer blazers. My name is Nick Kelly, and I'm going to take a nap on my Kevsper mattress. Mmm, boy, Kevsper mattresses, the best sponsor this week. And I'm Ben Moon, and I too
2: am raw. Happy trousers. Don't forget, Riggling. Welcome back, folks, to the video games. One
1: quarter portion
2: of the show. I have not played video games.
1: No, me neither. Uh, Jess is still playing. She's playing Horizon Forbidden West in the other room. So I can't play that game yet until she beats it. Uh, Eventually, I will play that game.
2: I play the game called The Kids Go to Bed at 9 p.m. now, and I just don't have the strength to do anything. Uh, Except go to bed. Yeah, I feel ya. That was me all week.
1: I was working 13 hours a day. No, dude.
2: That sounds awful.
1: It was, yeah. I didn't like it. On Friday, I was just so drained. I I just worked my regular 8 hours.
2: Humans are not supposed to do that. No, agreed. Uh, Speaking of humans, uh, we don't have any news. No happy video game news.
1: We just have one thing, really, to talk about. And so there's this game that we, we had a trailer for, it, like a teaser trailer a while ago. And it's called Hogwarts Legacy. And it looked like from the teaser trailer that it was going to be an RPG in the Harry Potter universe. And then this state of play video came out with 14 minutes of gameplay footage. This game looks enormous. And it looks really robust. It's a third-person RPG set in the late 1800s at Hogwarts, and it looks like it's like got a really robust magic combat system. And like you go to classes, and there's like this big story, and it looks really good.
2: It does, yeah. Graphics look good. Facial animations look good. Uh, spells and like combos and stuff look good.
1: It has like a moral system like Mass Effect or like Fable or any of those games where you can ch- sort of choose how your character goes, good or bad. It it just looks like it's so much bigger than I expected for a game that I was not hearing anything about.
2: Yeah, I haven't heard anything about this. Nobody's talking about it. Um, I have had, uh, heard a video game podcast talking about it, uh, but that's it. So I don't know. Is this coming out this year?
1: I think it's coming out uh, a holiday 2022, it said. Okay. So, yeah. end of the year, unless it gets delayed.
2: It looks pretty dang polished, even at this point, though, I will say.
1: Yeah, and you can, like, ride, like, creatures around, like hippogriffs and broomsticks and then all kinds of. It's just. It looks really good, and it, it looks. I feel like if they didn't make those uh, Fantastic Beasts movies, that this would sell more. But I feel like those movies, everyone kind of soured or is that just me and you
2: no i think a lot of people did like even on the podcast that i was listening to they're like yeah those movies are not good so
1: (laughs) i saw the stealing prairie dog in this game though
2: yeah yeah that old stealing prairie dog yeah i don't know is this for consoles
1: i think so i think it'll probably be on everything Hmm.
2: i wonder if it'll sell well i wonder if a lot of people will play it
1: i think i'll play it i like a good third person rpg I like the Harry Potter universe well enough to, to play a good RPG set in it. It's just, it's it's one of my lower end f- things that I like. Like, yeah. I like it, but I don't like, I don't like it, like, I don't have merchandise of it. Yeah. But I like it. I like the movies. Like, I have the movies on Blu-ray.
2: You don't have a Hot Toys Hippogriff?
1: No, no, I don't. Uh, unless there's one. Nope. No Hippogriff. No. yeah Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well we'll uh we'll we'll keep an eye on this. Maybe they'll have some, some more footage or something later down the line this year, so we'll see. Looks good. All right, you got anything else?
1: No, that is that's it for me.
2: That is it for Nick. Well, for the trailer blazers, I'm Ben Moon, and I am also not a figurine in Nick's collection. Happy trousers.
1: And I'm Nick Kelly, and not yet, my friend, not yet. Happy trailsers.
2: Yeah, so we have uh if you're familiar with our megadon, our megadon happens in major cities around the country. It's-